I, Jake. It's a different setup this week, Darren. So if things just sound bad, that's why. Um. um well, okay. Um. First off, I would like to say you sound bad. You sound like you just ate forty cheeseburgers in the last three days. I didn't eat forty cheeseburgers, but I have eaten a lot of food in the last couple of days. Do, wait, do you think am I sounding fat? You am just sound thick? no. You sound like exhausted. You sound like you're depressed. Is I'm everything not okay? Um, I'm I mean, I was worried about you because yeah, I texted when you wanted to record, and then you said um, you said. You were like, yeah, and then it took me like 30 minutes because my phone didn't get your message for some reason, <laughs> and I thought you were dead. Darren texted if I could record, and I said, what time? Eight, eight minutes did pass, and then Darren didn't respond, so I was like, Darren, are you okay? I just said Darren. I, di- I didn't think to ask if he was okay. And then he's finally like, oh, sorry, I didn't get that. Uh, yeah, I thought you were sorry. Uh, I I didn't get that. Jake, that's your um, that's your impression of me for pretty much every. That's your universal Darren impression now. I think. I think that's fair to say. Well, I think you're always just like making excuses. I think I mean, that's pretty fair to say. That's what I do. That's what I do best. That's why I'm I'm a, I'm a professional excuse writer. Um, uh, usually when we, I'm at my parents' house, I'm back, I'm back in Colorado. I think the altitude is getting to me a little bit. It was just a really long, it was a really long day yesterday. Just like, that's a, it's a long flight, flight from Boston to Colorado. You didn't fly, you ran. Well, yeah, but if, if I did fly, it would have been really long. Yeah. That's probably uh, why you're exhausted. I mean, I've seen you long, run longer but that's probably why you're exhausted now. And don't get it confused that I run quickly. I don't. I'm a very Don't get slow it twisted, runner. everybody. Don't I, get it twisted. I left immediately after our last record and I just got into town. Um I didn't stop for any food or anything. Uh Yeah, Jake is looking the whole time. Jake is looking gaunt right now. He looks gaunt. Darren, there's like a weird noise. I can't tell if it's because of my different setup or if it's because of... Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think that's just your head ringing. I think that's your brain uh, picking up noises that aren't there. Cause you're it's s- like a... It's like a... You're sleep deprived be, and food deprived. It sounds like a heavy breathing. I don't know if it's... Wait. Uh... Well, it could be me. I mean, I think it's you uh, Wait, listening Darren, to yourself don't breathe. Say, don't say anything for a second. It sounds like it's it's only when I say things that I hear it. That's what I'm talking about. I think that you are No, hearing... I can hear it coming through your into my headphones. That's Just watch watch this. If I do this, I don't hear it. Okay. So, did you think about that? I think that your body is sending you signals um, that uh, indicate that you need uh, sleep, you need food, you need water, and uh, uh, you need, yeah, I mean, the biggest one being sleep, probably. I think um, that the biggest one I also is, breathe really heavy. It could be that, too. 
It's, I think it's coming from my talking. I just hope that your recording's not picking it up. It's all good. No, I don't uh, hear anything. I think the biggest thing my body is telling me is to stop doing this podcast. Number seventy, Darren. is a It's a very special episode. Um, this is number sixty nine and a half. You said so yourself. Oh yeah, of course, of course. And then the uh, next one's seventy one. Yeah. Uh, this actually, this episode is a prequel to the other episodes, and now that we're going to retroactively renumber all the previous episodes. So that this is this is number one, and everything else is gonna be have a new number. Jake, uh, this concept fits perfectly into um, what we're gonna be talking about in this episode. Oh wow! What a crazy what a crazy happenstance that that happened because I didn't know what we were talking about this episode. Jake, what, you're ju- you just you just uh, you thought of that yourself just right yeah. off the top. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I just thought it'd be cool to start over. It's sort of it's sort of like poetry how we're going to repeat ourselves and like we're going to tell a new story but about the same things and like it'll be it'll be pretty derivative and not nearly as good. Uh Yeah, I mean, we're going to get criticized pretty heavily for it, but ultimately we'll be picked up and then put into different creative hands and uh people we will go to talk faith like this. What? <laughs> we said going to talk like this? That's not what I was referring to, but uh, <laughs> I was more referring to the end of our podcasting life. I'm pretty Yeah, well, I'm now. talking about I'm talking about what's happening right now in this moment, Darren. Okay. That's uh, good. Now that's now this is podcasting. Um This is Snickles. This is podcasting. This is Snickles. That's a t-shirt. Darren, Put it on a t-shirt. Just write that down for the episode title. Now this is podcasting. Okay. Just, just write it down. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm worried that there's an echo in my room. I should. I. Darren, what? How was your week? <laughs> uh, it was uh, interesting. I um had to get my car worked on in Corona, and. So I park, I bring my car, and I, I always mean to go to the Nissan guys. I So I have, like, a deal through the dealership that I bought my car at where I can renew this, like, package that's, like, it's super cheap to get an oil change, tire rotation, in, inspection, and car wash. And, um... I got that, so the only issue is it's in Corona, which I honestly don't mind. I, I think I kind of enjoy the drive out to Corona, even though it's like 45 minutes away. But I get there. Wait, where did you buy your car? In uh, At Larry Miller in Colorado. But there's Larry Millers out here, but the only ones are in oh, Corona. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was confused because also the backdrop of where you're recording is different today so i was like is darren in colorado and he no. didn't tell me i don't know where in person yeah i don't know where i am again it's this is a recurring theme on the show i just keep 
podcasting from places where I don't know yeah, Darren, where I am. The, I don't know that's how that's I got here. That's not the here. Apple Store you've been at. Yeah, recently. well, not anymore. I don't know who I hear voices in the in the background. I don't know where I am. I don't know how I got here. Uh, this is, I'm less scared than I was before because this is more homey. But like at the same time. I would feel I, I would keep feel showing better, up at places I don't know where I've been. I would feel better in an Apple store than just in some random person's home, I think. Oh, I feel worse at an Apple store. Much worse. Huh. Yeah, because the geniuses are very condescending. At least, you know, if you're in someone's home, you have a chance of like them going, Oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. Let me make you some food. There's also the chance that they shoot you and you die. Yeah, but... I mean, there's also knowing in the in this instance where I don't know how I got here. There's also a chance that the person whose home it is was the one who brought me in here. That's true. It could God could have put you into your soulmate's house on purpose. So God did this. So God drugged me and knocked me out and put me in here. Uh, Darren, will you just write down for an episode title a pod's purpose? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Just on that on that list that we've got going. Well, I'm coining it now. We are the pod gods. Snickles episode one of Pod's Purpose, colon. Now this is now podcasting. This is podcasting <laughs> dash pod gods. Holy shit. Uh, this is going to be the episode that blow that blows up. This is gonna be the one where everybody listens to and knows us as a household name. Um, I'm very excited that we have been doing this and I'm happy to, uh, just join you on this journey. Anyway, hell of a fucking tangent we just went on. Uh, (laughs) I wanted to go to a, uh, I got the Toyota dealer, the Toyota Larry Miller and the Nissan Larry Miller's mixed up because I wanted to go to the Nissan Larry Miller because one, they're nicer to me there and two, it's right across the street from an In-N-Out, which is where I wanted to eat while my car was getting maintained. But instead, in my head, I got them mixed up, so I went to the Toyota one, which is like up the road, like a mile, I want to say. But you have to cross, you have to cross over the bridge that goes above the highway and then loop around to get to the In-N-Out. So anyway, I was on a quest when I put my car in, and uh, I walked. Uh, over the over the freeway and I went around this like big industrial area there were no sidewalks I was walking through parking lots and that type of thing and then as soon as I see the in and out I cross the street and then I start walking up the sidewalk to get there and then I noticed that there was a guy before I did this he looked kind of sketchy though he looked like he he looked like uh he he, he was he looked sketchy and uh he kind of like looked he was about to walk down the same sidewalk i was walking up and then he crossed and i was like what the does he not like me so i'm walking up and i look to i look down to my side and there's a swarm of bees like oh my god just just like hovering over this area and i was like holy shit and like i can't really step out onto the street because it's like a busy street so i was like i just have to fucking tough through these through these bees <laughs> he's got to take it so i i i just kind of like tensed up and then just walked through with like as calm as 
calmly as I could while tensed up, you know, like not trying to make any sudden movements. And one hit me right in the face and I didn't get stung. Wow. I didn't get stung, but like one came right into my cheek and then just bounced off. And I was like, whew, thank God. That fucking, that could have sucked. And then I looked down, another swarm of bees. <laughs> it's like right up the fucking <laughs> sidewalk, like, like 20 feet. So I toughed that what? one out. What were they swarming over? I have no idea. It was something in the bushes, but there were so many fucking bees. There wow. were three swarms. I thought the second one was the last one. There was still one after that. There were three swarms of bees. And then there was the boss bee. I did have to fight the boss bee in the end. I beat him, but it was a it was it got close. It was like a real it was a real clencher. So I'm assuming you're not allergic to bees. I don't believe so. I don't think I've ever been stung by a bee. Wow. Well, three swarms is the wrong time to try to figure that out, Darren, in my opinion. But I didn't know there were three swarms. <laughs> like, I thought, I don't know. I didn't get any, like, gifts for my present for my birthday. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get any presents, if I don't get any presents for my birthday this year and I get a mouthful of bees... The same year, I'm going to be livid. Uh, that's a bad year. That's worse than 2016, in my opinion. Yeah. When a bunch of old celebrities died. And yeah. And Donald Trump won the presidency. Exactly. The year that yeah. I didn't get any presents on my birthday <laughs> and, about, and a mouthful of bees was the worst. I don't know. I think the reason I haven't been stung by a bee ever is has something to do with my oneness with the bees. I'm just, like, good at, at just being cool with bees. They just hang out with me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how it works. If you're allergic to bees and you get stung by one or many, if it's a worse reaction. But I can't assume it's better. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't attest to that. Because as you know, I am one with the bees, so... Yeah, so... Uh, I appreciate you... them from a distance, you know? <laughs> I'm glad you weren't killed by bees and you didn't get a mouthful of bees. Uh... But do you remember that? Like a bunch of celebrities who were like 80s, 80 years old were dying and everyone was like, what's happening? Yeah, it turns out it was the bees. The all bees these kept celebrities are dying. Yeah, the bees were uprising. Yeah. It was all the bees, cause I remember that was the same year they were saying bees are dying left and right. We're not gonna, we're, bees are going extinct. It was cause all the celebrities, cause they were stinging all the celebrities. They were all dying, cause you know yeah. when a bee stings you, they die. And then it turns out that the bees rigged the twenty sixteen election. That's what fucking happened. I don't like that I'm one with bees anymore. I mean, I don't want to go on record saying that, cause I don't know how many bees listen to this podcast. But I don't think I want to be uh, at one with the bees anymore. Uh, Darren is renouncing his oneness with the bees. Did you? Okay. I, speaking of this, this just hit me. I read a fact. Have you seen the movie Candyman? Uh, yeah. With the bees? And he has the bees? So I read a fact that those were real bees. And uh that actor got stung 23 times i think or something like like night it was like either 19 or 23 i don't know why i'm remembering those two numbers but 
He got he got stung like twenty three times, and they paid him a thousand dollars for every sting. So he's like, "Come on, <laughs> he's sting like, me!" <laughs> exactly, sting me. It's part of the fucking. It was part of the the character at that point. He wanted to be stung by those bees because it meant he was fucking stacking bills. But also that the studio had must have had an entire budget set aside just for bee sting, like for bees. A bee jet. Yeah, a bee jet. Exactly. A bee jet. Um, Candyman was the original bee movie. Uh, and, uh, you know. Um, I, so, wait. I, I have something related to what you're saying. I'm in... I'm in the this Facebook group where it's just a bunch of people who post like stuff secondhand finds, so it's a bunch of like thrift store stuff, stuff that they find at like like their dead relatives' houses and houses and stuff. Yeah. But this girl for Halloween posted a picture of how she went as the Candyman. Uh, Darren, if you'll look up. <laughs> That's. Did she use real see, bees? These are real bees. Dead bees. Real dead bees that she glued to her face and chest. Did she fucking kill the bees? Uh, no, she, she... I think she knows or was friends with a beekeeper. Oh, and uh, he just, like... He saved all of his dead bees for her? Yeah. And she... It's just insane. It's truly an insane thing to do. That's... Um, that's, uh... That's death grips as fuck, if you ask me. I just wonder how much time goes between... You ask your friend, hey, can I have some dead bees? I know. Like, the time between that happening and you gluing them to yourself has to be so short for you not to stop to think, hey, should I glue these bees to myself? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I. Uh, she's got balls. I mean, because can't bees still... I mean, can't you still you get after stung? they're dead? Yeah, I mean, if they didn't die via sting, like yeah. stinging, obviously. But. I, I would assume that the farm she got them from removed the stingers, but I don't know that for sure. I don't... I don't know. I don't know. It seems cruel. It seems like declawing a, a cat. But it's already dead. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't know. You're taking uh, its dignity after it dies. I don't know. In any I'm case, not a, it's, I'm a, not, it's a bizarre thing to do. <laughs> I don't work for PETA. It was a bizarre fucking thing to do. <laughs> um, Jake, how was your week? It was pretty good. Uh, on the flight out here, I just have two quick things. On the flight out here, I I was sitting in the window seat, and I had my window up, and I like leaned forward, and the lady next to me is like, oh, do you mind? And she like gestured, like closing it, and I looked over, and I realized that like all the sun was like shining right onto her face. And you said, she's no, like, fuck you. She's like, is it okay if we close it? And I was like, yeah, it's totally fine. If you just buy the window seat next time, you get to pick. <laughs> Classic Jake. You're a little twisted. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm a sick pup. But for real, like, <laughs> don't buy the middle seat. What uh, airline did you did you fly with? I flew United. Oh, United's not bad. As long as you obey the rules... Yeah, as long as you're not a doctor who's going to get dragged off. That was United, right? That was United, yes. Yeah. Uh, United's honestly, that's the worst thing I've ever heard of any fucking airline company ever. Is but it? still United I isn't, of, isn't as I bad as like Spirit. One worst airline-related thing that happened. <laughs> 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 that was also United. 
Was it? I believe so. That was also United. Wow. Uh, also, I like think United ninety three was the flight. What about those that Philippines flight that disappeared? Oh, uh, I mean, there's several that have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle as well. So um, yeah, like obviously, obviously dragging someone off. Okay, I I will say this. I don't think the fact that he's a doctor means anything in this. I think that people are always like, oh, they dragged a doctor off the plane. Like, they dragged. No, they tried to paying customer off. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I've never heard people get outraged about the doctor part, but yeah, if they are, then I, that's I heard it stupid. for sure. Like, what if it's gender? They're like, good. He probably smelled bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be sitting next to some fucking janitor. <laughs> I don't think it makes it worse that it's a doctor, and I don't think it. I just. It's, Why does it don't, matter? <laughs> yeah, don't drag anybody <laughs> off of a plane. How about... Uh, Didn't they have flight marshals that they could have probably taken off of the plane? Like, would have... To, you would think they would get flight marshals to, like, volunteer themselves off of the plane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a hundred different ways that situation could have gone. Um. <laughs> United, don't fuck with them. Uh. <laughs> no, I, I lowered I lowered the... The, the visor okay then the second thing that happened i was home today uh i was just home alone i went to get the mail we've got nice oh wait darren slapped his face his hands to his face like kevin from home alone and now i'm sure the listener that- I've got a Home Alone sweatshirt that says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. That's my favorite fucking line from that movie. Um, that's a fake film. That's not a real movie. And I thought I was I looking. I spent like years looking for that movie and I never. And then I found out it was a fake film. What is it? Filthy Angels with No Soul or something? Yeah. So, I don't know. Something like that. Angel. I my think fa- it's just Angels with No Soul. Okay. Uh, my favorite line from that movie is where Kevin is like, you give up or are you thirsty for more? It's like, <laughs> this kid's a little bit twisted. <laughs> He's a sick pup. Uh, anyway, I was home by myself and I go to get the mail. And the mail is like, I don't know, like 15 houses down the street. So it's it's like close, but it's not it's not in my like in my yard like it is many places. Um so I'm walking down the street, I cross the street, and I'm walking down the street, and all of a sudden, this black car just starts, like, creeping down the street so slow. Like, it's they had to be going less than five miles an hour, because I was walking faster than they were going, and it was just going so slow. And I was, like, looking back at them, like, what the fuck is going on? This was, like, 4.30, it was daylight. I get... There's, like, a van parked on the street, and I get there, and then all of a sudden, I walk past, and the car is, like, creeping even slower, like, staying behind the van so I can't see it. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So I, like, get the mail, and it, like, slowly creeps past, and then I turn around, and I'm, like, I'm looking, trying to see who the driver is. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was the bees. (laughs) It gets past, and then they slow, they, like, slowly turn around at the end of the street, and, like come back up really slowly and at this point like i'm almost back to my house and then i get in my house and i look out and they just like speed off up the street and i was like what the fuck was happening there like that was looking for that was today yeah (laughs) just hours ago interesting uh 
Were they looking for someone to kidnap? I don't know. You do have a boyish charm. I... I might have a boyish charm, but I'm also, I don't think, like, an ideal candidate for kid... Like, I'm I'm pretty tall, and I'm... like You have a beard. Yeah. I, like... I, I guess I can't know how I look, but I don't think I don't look like I couldn't put up any fight at all. <laughs> I've been to a gym before. How many times? Uh, well, I I went in and they were I couldn't get the door open and that oh, was okay. the first test. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean you just got to work up to that. A lot of I see a lot of people handle that every day at the gym I go to <laughs> and I don't help them because I'm just like you know what I I was there once too and uh you'll get out of that first guy the- first guy I ever saw at the gym uh who was struggling with it he was struggling with it for like a week and he eventually got in today guy's Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> there's only one type of there's only one type of lift I do Jake is, he's making a cylinder with his hand and he's like, he's like shaking it like a shake weight with his mouth open. Darren, if you pretend to shake a salt shaker into your mouth, you can taste the salt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So Um, that was, that was pretty strange. And like, part of me has to think that they were just like lost or something. They were waiting for a friend. Because, like, weird, I feel like everyone does weird things all the time that, like, to an outside observer would look weird. But to us, it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm just driving real slow down the street waiting to get a text back from my friend to see where they are. It could have been that. It also could have been, like, old people looking at your house so that they can rob it later. Um, Maybe. Because my parents do that a lot. They like to look at houses they can rob. Yeah, uh, your mom likes to look at houses so she can imagine having one one day. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, I forgot. And then I took I like took my dogs outside and our back sensor light was on. And I was like, fuck this. So I went back inside. <laughs> you, should, you should really, I mean, you should watch your house. I mean, you should really watch it. Yeah. Well, I, I tied up a bunch of paint cans above the stairs. Uh, okay oh this is all I've got <laughs> that's why you're saying that is why you're mentioning home alone so much i did uh, my parents put up the christmas tree and i did go look at it and they have an ornament that is like a mirror basically and it's shaped like a dog and i was looking at it and i imagined seeing joe pesci with his gold <laughs> tooth because <laughs> like the, from the angle i was looking at it there was a window right behind me <laughs> oh my god and so i did think of that scene uh well yeah i mean that is murder uh if if they do fall for the old paint can gag but you can do that i believe i don't think i don't think it's murder i think it's colorado's got the make my day exactly yeah i think it's i i was just about to say i think colorado has the make my day law so i think you'll you'll be okay uh darren should we get in should we finally finally announce what the big uh the big theme is this week yeah Let's do it. You go. We've you go danced, ahead. We've danced around it. Uh, here, Darren. I'll I'll do. Let's do. We'll let, we'll do the intro we talked about. Do 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 do
Snickles, uh, episode one. We originally, okay, we had it in the budget. We originally had it in the budget to uh, uh, make some sort of faux version of that song, but um, our budget ran out. And Disney's not a very nice company with borrowing IP, so um, we They sure get will it. take it, though. Yeah. They sure will just make a movie about any, uh, any, uh, any, any old story. They'll just, they'll just take it. But, uh, it's the, hey, it's the Star Wars episode. We uh, rank all the Star Wars. It's the same as the Marvel thing. There was a, there was a pregame show to Endgame. And now we're doing a pregame show to, uh, Rise of Skywalker. This is Snickles, the snickles episode one star wars episode nine yeah uh the skywalker the end of the skywalker saga pregame show pod gods dash pod gods. <laughs> hashtag pod gods um you go first I, jake <laughs> uh luckily there are not 20 movies this time around because that was there was a lot there's a lot of marvel movies um this Are time, we... it's just... Uh, I'm going to sum up how I feel about Star Wars at the end of this episode, too. Like, how I, I... how I used to feel versus how I feel now. I'll do that, too. Uh, Darren, are we going to include the, the Star Wars stories in this? Um, that, that I... is entirely up to you, Jake. Uh, I told you I am going to do this one off the cuff. So I really got to think about <laughs> that before I... <laughs> get into it you know uh let's wait are, are am i just gonna do my whole list at once then you'll do your whole list because that's never how we've done this no we'll, we'll do it how we did the marvel one we'll go back and forth okay uh yeah let's include let's include the stories um yeah great aka solo and uh free solo great uh let's just let's just get right into it uh starting with the worst Obviously, we'll start with the worst and work our way up to the best because uh, that's the most interesting way to do it. I have spent the last week, I've rewatched every Star Wars movie, uh, stories included, um, getting getting ready for the new one. There is a, a, at least one person is hyped for the new one. Uh, so without further ado, uh, the worst Star Wars movie, without a doubt, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. You think episode two is worse than episode it's, one? It's so much worse. I really. Yeah. When's the last time you watched these movies? Uh, I mean, I think last year I watched the. No, I watched them earlier this year. I watched them like the summer of this year. Wow. I watched um not one. I watched two and three. Not I didn't watch one because I never watch one anymore because it's so bad. One is better than two. Two. two Okay, here here's my reasoning. Anakin, that acting is so bad. Uh, <laughs> episode one at least has the pod racing scene, which is pretty cool. Darth Maul, which is pretty cool. Like a few other cool moments. Episode okay. two is so boring. There's so much where they're like, let me go to this place and see what this means. Then I'll go to this place and see what this means. And it's just like... like I don't want like all this fucking political intrigue in my space adventure movie. <laughs> Give me some fucking guys with shiny swords fighting each other. Yeah. All right, Darren, I think we know what your number one is. My number, whatever it is. How many, hang on. How many movies are there? 
as of now. There are eight movies out currently. Eight movies. Or, okay. Ten. Ten total. Sorry. There's ten. Including well, this the is stories. A, well, no, there there can't be because they're doing the twelfth. So including the stories, there would be. There's ten because there's eight. There's eight main lines, and then there's Rogue Three. One and Solo. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I I don't know why I thought there were twelve. Uh, like core story, core movies. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, my 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 number ten is uh, Phantom Menace because it's, I don't know, yeah, the pod racing and Darth Maul are really all that ha- all that's cool about it. I mean, like the, and like the lightsaber fights in that one, I think are really well done. Uh, yeah, and the, that made like the I do like the prequel soundtrack a lot. I like you know the like. <laughs> and I love I love do, the do, pod do. racing game that came out of it. Do, um, do. But yeah, I I I do I, I those are the only bits that I enjoy. It was kind of like they they just approached they could have had something really good with the way they approached the story, but they fucked it up. I think they could have made it really good by focusing it more on Obi-Wan rather than Anakin for the first yeah. one. And then they fucked that whole thing up. They sh- there should have been a shift during the whole prequels. More of a shift later, I think, in the prequels. to Because Attack of the Clones was all about Anakin. And I think they should have still made it about Obi-Wan. Like, completely. And then... Or they they kind of tried to I don't know they they split it but it was really about Anakin I don't know I'll talk I, I about this what, I'll keep talking about this I think what they this. could have done is because inherently in Episode One like Anakin doesn't really want to do it like he's just sort of along for the ride yeah and so they could have made it a lot stronger especially because Obi Wan loses his mentor um so I think what they I think what they could have done is like made Episode One Obi Wan's movie Episode Two is like a buddy thing between them. And they could be, like, searching for this bounty hunter and stuff. That's a whole... Bounty hunters are a whole other thing that we're going to have to talk about later yeah. on. Uh, and then episode three could really be about Anakin. And, like, you've really come to like him. you really come to like Obi-Wan and them together. And they just didn't do that. Do you want to know an episode one fact that I learned? What's that? Uh, so... In... This makes sense when you look at the movie. They only made the sets as tall as the actors were. <laughs> everything else, they just, like, fucking special effects, which is... It, it shows. But because Liam Neeson is so tall, he's over... He's, I don't know exactly how tall he I is. I think he's 6'4". Yeah, he's, like, 6'4 or something like that. Yeah. He, he's, he cost the production an extra $100,000 to make the sets tall enough to contain him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't have to talk this long about all of them, especially the ones that we don't like. I assume okay, my number nine, uh, episode one. I mean, it's bad, but I, I it's so bad, but it's not as boring to me. I think like uh, I just I can't with episode two. Yeah. I, I mean, there's reasons why I don't know. I mean, yeah, like I'm right there with you. Spoiler, my number nine is episode two. It doesn't take much to realize that. Uh, but but I know friends whose favorites are episode two. Like, their favorite of the whole series is episode two. This is... 
Okay, actually, I'll hold off. I'll hold on to this point for one more. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's insane. To, it's so boring, <laughs> and like it doesn't even really make sense. Like, some Jedi asked them to make this clone army, and no one knew about it, and no one knows who that jet. Like who? Who's that Jedi? What's what's that whole thing about? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I don't know. The there's a lot of things about. There's a reason that both of our last two are the first and second ones. Yeah, I think that the second one edges out the first one just a little bit because of how much more character it put into the the writing like how much more character it put into Anakin and Obi-Wan I think Obi-Wan has always been Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan was the by far hands down the best thing about the prequels no question Um, I think that he I think he's he's in the best lightsaber fights for I think like I, I don't know what it is it's like it's like the Captain America in all the Marvel movies for some reason like his fight scenes are just the best yeah. Like, I think that his lightsaber fights are just so like so interesting to watch. Like that one where Yoda's like flipping around and fighting Count Dooku, like That's good when you're especially when you're a kid. It's good <laughs> when, when you're, you're a, kid, a kid. When you're a kid it's cool, but as an adult, it's just like Okay, we need to we need to back up. We should have mentioned this before we even started this list, but we need to back up and remember something. Star Wars is made for fucking kids. It's not I it's, it's not for it's not for us anymore. It's for a different fucking. How are you gonna make How are you gonna make a whole series of movies that appeals to kids, adults, everyone, like super fans, everyone, and still have the spirit of the original? But here, here's my take on all of that, is that because the the kids who grew up with Star Wars love the originals. Yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't that mean that we should love the prequels? Cuz those uh, were our Star Wars movies that we saw in the theaters and like we're kids for and well, we were they, at that right age. Yeah, they tried. Well, that's exactly why they made the prequels was to give another generation of fans, you know. Right, but we're that generation and we think they suck. <laughs> yeah, I know because they do. <laughs> but like um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to I thought they were really good. I thought every one of them was really good. Have you seen that video where it's George Lucas talking about episode one and he's like, I may have gone too far on this one. <laughs> okay. Have you, even further, have you read the Reddit posts where uh, Jar Jar is apparently supposed to be like the linchpin on which the entire prequels are surrounded? I haven't read that. Because he's a Sith Lord. And... Okay, I have honestly. I've heard, I've heard this theory. Yeah. Okay. Good. But it makes I, sense to me because I looked into it, and it honestly doesn't sound super crazy. At first, I was like, "That's fucking nuts," but it actually doesn't sound too crazy. Can I give you a theory that I think is is more sound? And this is my own personal theory. Okay. I think Qui Gon Jinn is the evil force behind this all. I I've heard that too. Here, here are reasons why. The big reason is he keeps talking about how this Anakin is the child of the prophecy and he'll bring balance to the Force. But in episode one, they also talk about how they don't think that the Sith exist anymore. So how could the Force be more balanced? 
It's if he's a good guy, then they have it how they want it. For there to be balance, that means that all the good guys would have to die and they have to be bad guys again. So by yeah. him pushing so hard to bring balance to the force, which is already in the light the the light side's favor, he wants the dark side to rise. Yeah. Also, there's no reason that he has to push for like the Jedi are doing fine. There's no reason that Anakin needs to be trained. There's nothing. <laughs> it's the midichlorians, a... dude. <laughs> that's yeah. That's I. I don't think he. I don't think Luke, George Lucas came up with a great idea to like start up the entire Skywalker saga. Qui Gon wants to bring balance to the Force because he wants the dark side to rise. And. And the Emperor was always talking about, he's like, yes, the dark side will like allow you to live forever, blah, blah, blah. And then they tell that Yoda tells Obi-Wan that an old friend has learned the secret to immortality in the form of a force ghost, Qui-Gon, who talks to Obi-Wan from the netherworld, as Yoda puts it. If that's not dark side shit, I don't know what is. So that would imply that Yoda's also dark side as well. I don't know. Well, that would be interesting. I don't... I'm not totally... I mean, I do Anakin's believe that... Anakin's whole thing is about do, f- finding immortality, and that's what Qui-Gon finds. Yeah. Is I do Qui-Gon believe evil, that... or are they just poorly written movies? <laughs> I think Qui-Gon is, uh, I think Qui-Gon's like, uh, I think he was, I think you're onto something when you say that he's dark side, because I think they actually, they've actually done in previous like lore, they've actually hinted that he's a dark Jedi, he's like a dark Jedi. Anyway, we got to move on. Uh, We're going to be talking for a while. (laughs) Um, Uh, Your next one. I just want to mention that at number 11... Uh, an honorary movie spot. I want to put the Star Wars fans because they are just some of the worst. Um, oh yeah, Star Wars fans <laughs> are terrible. Uh, that is going to go into how, why I feel a certain way about Star Wars when I talk about it at the end. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. I just I just wanted to put that out there as a disclaimer that the worst thing about Star Wars is not the movies, but it's the fans. Yeah. And obviously, obviously, I can. I can hear all of you getting mad. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, obviously not all fans, but like you know who I'm talking about. And if yeah. if you're if you're getting mad about me saying this, you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> True. Anyway, number um, eight, episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Number eight. That's not your number eight. Interesting. Yes. Why is that? Elaborate. Uh, acting still bad. Movie still boring. Uh, that's the one that's got General Grievous in it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What a dumb villain. Like, they build him up so much. And I, I get what they're trying to do is they're, they're... I think what they're trying to do is build him up as the bad guy, and then he gets killed really quick, and then it turns out that Anakin is the bad guy. But guess what? We already know he turns into Darth Vader. That's <laughs> not a twist. Yeah, it was literally <laughs> in the trailers. <laughs> It's literally in the in the movie in the original movies. <laughs> There's a lot of bad guys in that though. That's 
Another reason why that's a, just a huge mess. Like, Dooku's a bad yeah. guy. Grievous is a bad guy. Palpatine's a bad guy. Anakin turns into a bad guy. That's why... Yeah, they... This is a this, this is so classic Star Wars, is to have too many bad guys, and the main bad guy isn't even the one who's actually in charge. Like, yeah. Dooku, Darth Maul, General Grievous, Darth Vader isn't in charge, Kylo Ren's got a guy ahead of him. It's always, like, there's someone above them. Like, why can't we just have a bad guy who's the evil mastermind? <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... The entire crux of the the prequels, in and of itself, is just surround because it's all it's it, it's it has politics as its theme. Which yeah. what a great way to get kids <laughs> to like your movie <laughs> to make it all about politics. Uh, yeah, and, I and the, the prequels they pull that were, twist where they're like, actually, I'm the queen, and it's like. <laughs> okay the prequels were doomed from the start i think they were doomed from conception uh but anyway um my number eight is solo a star wars story from this okay. i will say from this point on um i enjoyed every star wars movie that i'm about to say i enjoyed all of them i think they were Solid. I just think some were better than others, you know. So solo, I enjoyed. I thought it was fun. It just like wasn't very memorable, you know. There was a lot of weird stuff that it seemed like they just threw in for no reason, uh, yeah. especially the end, uh, the the Darth Maul twist at the end. It was strange. It made everybody kind of like. It made some people go like, "Oh yeah, I love to see it." But like, <laughs> I was what I think I audibly in the theater uncontrollably just went, "What." As Dude, soon as I saw him. the So the Darth Maul twist, I don't know why I did air quotes, it's a twist. In the script, it just said boss as the character who was delivering those lines. Oh. And then when, when uh, fuck, who made that movie? Ron Howard, I believe. Yeah, when Ron Howard was making it, they were like, yeah, here's a list of some characters we're thinking of doing. And Ron Howard told his kids that one of them was Darth Maul. And they were like, yeah, it's gotta be that. And it's just like... When when the whole twist of your movie is just boss, like <laughs> that's that's that, just weak. That's weak. <laughs> I didn't know that. That honestly worries me about the future of Star Wars because they're just I don't know. It just like shit like that just seems like they're like this like Disney's not putting as much care as the other nerds who used to make the shit. You know. I will. I'll get into my worries later on. I've got. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Um, anyway, Solo I, is my number eight. I just want to. I just want to finish up my prequel thoughts because uh, I I've listed them all. I I was watching a video where it's like, are the prequels bad? And it's like, no. Everyone groups the prequels together, but Episode One is bad. Episode Two is okay, and Episode Three is actually pretty good. And people are always like, oh, that fight scene in Episode Three is pretty good. But we're talking about fifteen minutes in a two and a half hour long movie. And they're like the last 15... Like, yeah, it's a cool fight scene. But you have to earn that. And I just think like... I don't know why episode 2 gets a pass when it's so boring. And episode 3 isn't that good either. I just... The prequels are a, a misstep in the series. And that's... That's all. That's all. 
Um. Anyway, number what's seven. your what's your number seven? Number seven is Solo. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you said. Like, watching it, I'm like, okay, this is fun. But then there's also, like, so many little things where they're like, oh, we need to get all this Han Solo backstory into the Like, we need to show the Kessel Run. We need to show these dice that are on the Millennium Falcon that apparently <laughs> have always been there. I got a hair in my mouth. We need to show him meeting Chewie for the first time. We need to show this. We need to, just, like... I did okay. I did actually like the the chewy. I, I did like the chewy part. I thought it was fun. I, I thought like the train that, the train robberies were fun. I agree that there was fun stuff, but it was so much that they were trying to pack in there. Yeah, and I, uh, Donald Glover was probably the best part of that. Donald Glover was great. Yeah, I think I don't. This is a whole thing. I've I've had this conversation several times this week. I don't think that Amelia Clark has any charisma. Well, they definitely okay. As I noticed that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to go as far as that. I think she's fine, but I did notice that like during Solo, they seem to have very little. Her and who's the other actor who played Han Solo? Oh fuck. Her and him El, had uh, no. El, Ed, 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 Ansel El, Elgort. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Uh, no, Edrich. But, it's something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Her and him had very little uh, chemistry throughout and the I whole have, movie. And I have friends who saw Last Christmas, which she's in, with Henry Golding. Mm-hmm. And they said that they don't have any chemistry. And it's just like, Henry Golding is gorgeous. He's got a British accent. Like, how could you not have chemistry with this man? Well, so is Amelia Clark. She's gorgeous and has a British accent. How, would you, how could those two people not have chemistry? That's what I'm saying. I just, I feel like she does, I don't think she's charismatic. Alden Ehrenreich. Okay. I was all around it. Yeah, he has a very hard name to remember. He's yeah. a good actor. He did fine. I mean, he wasn't the best part of the movie, but it's a, that's a hard, those are, those are big shoes to fill. I mean, like, they... They were shooting for the moon on that one, and they did not get there, I think. They were not <laughs> trying to establish the... They did not achieve the goal that they were trying to establish. I think that the parts that were best in that movie were where they sort of stepped away from the Han Solo that we all know. Like, there's some parts where he's just so cocky when they're on that planet and, like, all those bad guys come out, and he's like, we've got 50 higher guns in that ship, and all they need, all they need is, like, the word, and they'll come out here and save us. He's just like so. He's so arrogant, and then the Millennium Falcon just like flies away. Yeah, that's like that's so funny, and that's. I feel that's like it's very more, Han Solo. I I also think it's like more over the top than the Han Solo we see in the other movies, yeah. just because like he's young and he's like even more like just gung ho to go do it. I will say that like the most of the humorous parts in Solo were like spot on. They were like. Fantastic, I thought. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is so good. It's so funny. Her character <laughs> is so funny. I don't know who that was. She played. She played the the robot that was on. Oh like, yeah, that was. Those, she was really funny. Yeah, and apparently, <laughs> when she went into her interview or her audition, her interview, uh, her it's audition. Like a job. She, she had never seen a Star Wars movie, and she only knew what a droid was based on like how they talked to her about it. So she pl- she played it robot-y. Um, 
<laughs> oh my god, that is so also worries me about the future of Star Wars, but that's great. She did, she did a good job. She's yeah, she's she's excellent. I I I agree. Okay, let's continue. Your number 7. Uh my number 7 is Revenge of the Sith, the third episode 3. Um Darren, are you just going to keep flip-flopping this whole time? Probably. I'm anticipating that. I think it's going to get a little funky. Uh, I think starting in the next one, it might get a little funky. Perhaps. Um, but uh, I think that episode three is a its a pretty decent movie. It is, uh, it's the best of the th- prequels. It, uh, I mean, its it wouldn't have achieved the... Um, emotional ending the ending is great it's emotional you know and like you said it's like a 15 i think the whole ending is like starting from when they get on um the plant the lava planet i forgot what it was mustafar Mustafar. um starting when they get on mustafar to the end i think is like 30 minutes maybe 40 minutes um and that i love from then on it's all really good uh and there's like spots here and there that are, um, you know, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the last bit is very good. It's very emotionally driven. But at the same time, it took two other movies, two and a half other movies before that to get to that point. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. It's it's just the best of the trilogy. It's the best of the prequels. I think it benefits a little bit from lowered expectations. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I was blown away by it. When I, I thought, I thought Revenge of the Sith was sick when I saw yeah. it as a kid. And then I, I watched it again, and more and more as an adult, and I was like, ah, I mean, they they tried. <laughs> I remember even as a kid watching Episode Two and that shit where he's like floats the pair over and cuts it. I was like, this sucks. This is bad. <laughs> I remember, yeah, the sand part. The sand part made me fucking cringe. Um, anyway. But I think, I think, yeah, episode three has the best. That's that's quintessential Darth Vader. That's like seeing Anakin. That's like the best emotional arc you'll ever get from Anakin Skywalker, uh, in my opinion. Other than, uh, we'll get to that. But anyway, uh, what's your number six? Why number six? Okay, here's the thing. Like Darren, I didn't write this down beforehand, and I'm not... No, I, I wrote it as we were talking. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't written it down. Um, uh, you want me to say mine? So you can think no, about yours? Oh, you don't want I, me to influence yours. I see. I think my number six... Ah! Okay, I'm torn here. I'm... I'm torn... Okay, here's what a lot of my list comes down to. I'm torn between feeling... Like, my my gut feeling about these movies and the fact that, like, some of them are classics and such. Yeah. But I think at number six, I have to put Empire Strikes Back. Number six? Ugh. Wait, wait. Jake, what the fuck? I mean, if that truly is your number six, wait, uh, hold, hold on. I've watched, I've watched all the originals in the last like two days. So I think, let me remember which ones I'm talking about here. Ah, this is, this is so tough. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's Empire Strikes Back. Really? Yeah. 
You just pissed everyone off, I think. You just pissed everyone who would be listening to this off. Every star, every true Star Wars fan, you probably pissed off. That's fine. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, this is your opinion, so you should be honest, and I'm glad you are being honest, but... The thing is, I... This is where I'm torn, because I think, like, it, it does so much for the franchise and everything, but it's also kind of boring. Like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff that when I was watching it, I was just, like, not super into it. And so, that's how I feel about it. Alright, yeah, I mean, if that's how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. I told you this would be the... This would be where it all changes. Yeah. I, I'll that's... I'll go on about it later. Uh, is that all you're going to say about it? That's all I have to say about it. Okay, my number six is uh, Force Awakens. All yeah. right, here, here's the thing, is that I haven't rewatched Force Awakens yet. I know I said that I watched them all, but Force Awakens is the one that I haven't rewatched. And so, I was really tempted to put it here at six. But looking back, like, thinking back to it, there was a lot of cool moments. And it felt, I felt more, f- more fun remembering it than I, I felt watching Empire. Yeah. But upon rewatch, I might lower it i also well we'll talk about it we'll talk about it okay uh force awakens i thoroughly enjoyed i thought it was great it was it was a really fun movie and uh i just think i was really disappointed i was i had fun but at the same time i kind of walked out disappointed because i was expecting them to take new leaps with star wars and they were introducing all these new characters they were great there was good humor it felt like old star wars but it ultimately felt too much like old star wars because it was pretty much the exact same fucking plot of a new hope and i think it and i think empire it kind of combined empire and a new hope together to make uh this movie um they took some risks uh there's definitely an adventure but um yeah it just it would be higher on my list but it they they didn't take enough risks with it. They made the same movie with higher budget stuff and new characters, which are cool. The new characters at least were written differently, but ultimately it is very similar to the old movies. Um, it's almost as if they just said, let's literally make, <laughs> let's literally remake star Wars for yeah. kids. Uh, so yeah, force awakens is my number six. Um, Jake, what is your number five? My number five, see, it's all right in here. I think it's really close. And for different reasons is why I'm, like, lowering them. But I think my number five is Rogue One. Interesting. Ah, I don't know. No. No. I'm going to I'm going to do Force Jake, Awakens here. Jake, okay, name this one and then while I talk about my number 5, do you want to like think about it and start no, writing I've yours got, down on your phone? I've got the rest of it figured out. This is this okay. is the part where it was tricky. Okay. Because because I didn't I wasn't able to rewatch Force Awakens yet. Is really what makes it difficult. Okay. So um, I'm sorry. What what which one did you say? Uh Force Awakens is my number 5. Okay. Because of the things that you said, like not only not only is it taking the plot of basically like four and five and mashing them together, but we also already had Return of the Jedi where they blew up a second Death Star. 
I know. So this is the third time that the movie is going to that well of having a giant <laughs> weapon. I know. I know. <laughs> um, and this is this movie. This is okay. Here's here's where I'm torn because I think I did have more fun watching this than I had watching Empire. But I also think like this movie represents everything that's wrong with the direction that Star Wars is going. Like, J.J. Abrams just took all this stuff and was like, I'm just going to mash it all together and make a new Star Wars movie. And then, recently, he said that The Last Jedi, he's like, yeah, it's a good movie, but it's not what fans want in a Star Wars movie. He's like, it. he, he literally said that, it, like... The fact that Rey is, like, not the daughter of anyone that we know or anything, he's like, yeah, people don't want to be told that, like, it doesn't matter in a Star Wars movie. So, first of all, I'm worried that he's going to find a way to retcon that. Second of all, I'm worried that he's just going to make, like, the exact same movie again. Third of all, J.J. Abrams famously bad at ending things. (laughs) Yeah, I am very... well. We can talk about that when we... We can cross that bridge when we get there. We're already like an hour into the episode, so we got to get moving. <laughs> okay, but... I anticipate a, this to be a longer episode anyway, but yeah, we got to get the moving. Fact, the fact that he says, like, I'm going to give them a Star Wars movie that, like, is what they want, like, that scares me so much. <laughs> He's just going to kill every every character. It's just going to be an atomic bomb that goes off and kills everything I, in the ga- I galaxy. I think, like, Luke is going to come back... Leia somehow will co- like. Yeah, Luke is coming back, I believe, and uh, Leia is already in the trailer. So yeah, they're both going. Okay. Come back. Yeah. So like. Okay, but they didn't anyway. die. Well, Luke died, but Leia didn't die. Oh, that's true. Anyway, you're number five. My number five is Rogue One. Um, I really like Rogue One. It's great. It's like the Saving Private Ryan of the movies, and it's very original. Um, it kind of it. The only reason like. It's my number five rather than like higher on the list because like I don't know it's it's uh it's kind of has like the El Camino like what we talked about with El Camino where it's like a good movie but it didn't totally seem necessary um because I mean I don't know it 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 really was fun it was a really fun movie uh there was like some weird shit like Forrest Whitaker's character I didn't think was like completely necessary yeah um but everything else about it was really great it just uh yeah i mean everybody like it's super big and like there's a war going on it's like the actual it's the first time i watched a star wars movie and i was like i feel like i'm in the action of like a foot war right now uh i, I remember that there were complaints when that movie came out they're like there shouldn't be war in these movies <laughs> <laughs> who's it's like that? I don't, it was like a, co- like multiple people said it in like articles and stuff. And it's like, in what movies again? In what franchise? <laughs> just, just say the name of the franchise real quick. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought this one was like, honestly, maybe the ballsiest Star Wars. Well, my, maybe not the ballsiest, but um, uh, this was a very good Star Wars story. It was the first one. I didn't have like very high expectations for it, but it pretty it delivered pretty well. It was very good. I was very impressed by it. Cool. 
my number four is Rogue One, as you could probably figure out. I feel pretty similarly to you. I think that again, like these three are pretty close for different reasons. I think like what what I didn't like about this is like you're saying that it's not necessary. I also think like the fact that it's just like this closed off thing and it like told its own story. A story that A, I don't think needed to be told, B, had some problems, and C, like, I felt like from the beginning it was pretty obvious they were going to die, so I just wanted, like, I don't think anything ever was really surprising in this movie. Yeah. So, like, it was very well done. I think, like, the acting was really good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But at the same time, it was sort of like do I ever need to watch this movie again? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. <clears throat> and also I think that this movie being as good as it is, is part of the reason that solo looks worse. Yeah. I think so. As well. <laughs> we were ex- after rogue one, we were all expecting more out of solo and it didn't, yeah. it didn't get it. I think the end though, like the shot that, that strikes me the most that I remember the, the best is like when, uh, the two main, the two leads like kiss while the bomb's going off. I was like, I don't like a lot of like ham in Star Wars, even though it's pretty much all ham. Uh, yeah. But that was like pretty good. I was like, that was, I was like, that's a really poetic shot right there. Uh, um, in my opinion, I just thought that was really a really good moment in Star Wars. So that's another thing I remember from it. Um, my number four is Return of the Jedi. Um, it's it's the worst of the originals, I think. Uh, it's the one that I think. So I think George Lucas uh, made the three movies, and he made like a New Hope. Um, he made a New Hope, like kind of for both, for, kind of for all audiences. He tried to, and then he made uh, he made Empire for adults, and then he made Return of the Jedi, like strictly for kids. Um, but it did. It did have really good emotional beats, um, especially when uh, when Luke um, like has to say goodbye to his dad. Uh, that's a very powerful scene in Star Wars. Also, when um, Darth Vader. I mean, just the showdown at the end is just fantastic. Uh, and what strikes me, like the ch- the kid in me remembers the um the forest the endor chase that's mm-hmm. great too uh with like the the forest troopers and everything um i love i like that movie i do love return of the jedi quite a bit it's lots of fun just the, the reason it's the lowest is because it, yeah it's the one for kids and you can tell because the ewoks really but yeah um anyway your number three jake my number three is return of the jedi i think I think, like, the fact that it's for kids, I think, is what I like about it. Because I think it's, it's like, fun to watch it. And, like, I think that there's cool action sequences and everything. I think where, like, Empire maybe is a better movie, I think it's just, like, like, Return of the Jedi is what I want out of a Star Wars movie more so. Like, it's got that, like, cheesiness. It's got... That thing where Han thinks that Leia is in love with Luke, which is so funny, and it's like, like it's just it it does what I want. It's got Yoda in it. 
it does what I want in that sort of movie. I think like there's the action sequences are pretty cool. There's like just fun stuff. And then I think that that ending is like the most emotional part of the original trilogy, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's very good uh, as well. Uh, my number three is Last Jedi. Um, the f- my favorite of the new ones that have come out, and I'm including this stories, obviously it's the highest one. I mentioned all the other ones at, up to this point. Uh, it's, uh, I was, uh, so many people hate, hate this movie. Like I have friends who were like, that was worse than Phantom Menace. This was the worst Star Wars movie <laughs> I've ever seen. And oh, I think, I think that there's two reasons for why people hate this movie. One, it was, or, or ultimately like the reason it got so many bad reviews and like negative, um, reactions in the beginning, like when it before it came out, was leaked reviews by like alt right, <laughs> alt right websites and shit. <laughs> who had a problem with the leads being a black man and a woman lead, um, and uh, and I think that people took that and people kind of just had a mob mentality about it. Also, uh, the big thing, the thing that I think uh, is a higher factor than that even is that. People just wanted, people said, we want something different, but the same, you know, like, uh, so they want, they, they, they asked for, um, they wanted, uh, they wanted, um, uh, sorry, uh, why am I force awakens again? They wanted another yeah. force awakens. Uh, and I was like pleasantly surprised when I walked out of that movie that I got something that wasn't the same fucking star Wars movie. That was in uh, in technically like the main saga. Um, I was like really happy, and they took so many risks. I mean, yeah, there was some dumb shit. I did not like the Mary Poppins thing with with Princess Leia. Uh, however, like everything else, I was like really, I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really good character moments. I liked how they just were confidently making these choices. Like, cause I was like, where's Snoke going? And they just said nowhere. <laughs> and I actually kind of like that Ray's parents are nobodies. Cause it puts more mystery behind her. Yeah. And it didn't answer the question like immediately. Cause there, I feel like they're still going to put something behind the fact that they were nobody. Um, and yeah, I mean a lot of the um, a lot of the fight scenes are good. Some of them have flaws, but it's very good. Anyway, that's my number three. Uh, I I guess I'll talk about Last Jedi when I talk about it. Um, <laughs> so I know which one it is now. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I'm not gonna talk about it right now. We'll talk about our number. We'll we'll well this when is... we say our number twos, we'll both know we'll know each other's number one. Well, yeah, yeah, so. I know. Yeah. My number you, two. I think... Star Wars: A New Hope. Okay, I mean um, that's mine as well. So we can both talk about it equally. Uh, I think that I mean it starts. It's the first one. It starts it all off. It like. I think that it's it's the most of a self-contained Star Wars movie. Um, I I think like when they were making it, they probably had in mind that they would make sequels. But I think also if they never did, like it it could tell its own story. 
Whereas I think if you picked up even like any of the others, I don't think like I don't think that they would really. I don't know. Yeah, you'd either want more or maybe, you'd maybe Phantom Menace. Like, no. But, but like, in terms of like having questions about like who people are, Phantom Menace so, obviously yeah. as being the first one. Like, but even then, like these are all characters that you already know if you i don't know yeah i i agree with you i think that this is the most self-contained one it's it has a beginning a middle and an end i think george lucas i don't know if he made it thinking he was going to turn it into like the biggest franchise in movie history uh i think he was hoping that would be the case but i think when he made it he was just like i'm just gonna make a good space movie and that's it uh and he did. He made it's really good. I mean, I w- still watch New Hope, and I'm and I'm still like, this is it's really good. It's like, it's fast. It's to the point. I mean, how could you not like a New Hope? It's great, unless you've never yeah. seen Star Wars as a kid, and then you come back to it. Then I can <laughs> understand why you'd hate a New Hope because you're like, well, this is dumb. This is all dumb. Um, yeah, nothing bad to say about a New Hope. It's great. Yeah, uh... and your number one. Number one, Last Jedi, baby. Uh, I think I teased last episode that I have a a Last Jedi hot take, and that's that it's the best Star Wars movie. I think Um, that is an interesting hot take. I was with you. When I walked out, I did think Last Jedi was better than Empire. I I, Okay, I was talking to my friend who saw Knives Out last week. And, like, the thing about Ryan Johnson movies, and, like... He directed the episode of Breaking Bad where they're just in the lab the whole time and there's like the fly and it's just like them talking. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Interesting. The thing about his movies and his work is like, you might not like it, but you know that he went like all out. He tried something. Yeah. Like, like J.J. Abrams, when he made Force Awakens, I feel like he was just kind of dicking around like, oh, this could be a Star Wars. Like this, here's some things that are like, Ryan Johnson was like, raise nobody, Snoke's dead, this is happening. Like, I think he made bold decisions. Yeah. And that that made it interesting. And it, like, I don't, as I was watching it, I was like, people are going to hate this. And I kind of like it for that. Yeah, I definitely saw, like, when they killed Snoke... It all happens at once, by the way. I feel like the biggest, (laughs) the biggest, like, choices in that movie happen all at once. And it's during that fight when, like, Ray meets Kylo and they both battle. Because, like, Snoke dies, Ray's nobody, Kylo and Ray are now friends. Kind of. Uh, which is another, like, interesting part about that movie. I think that um, yeah. the fact that they're, like, friends but still, you know, with an asterisk is great. Um, I think that's, like, what what the originals, the original movies do is it's sort of like, oh, Vader wants to turn Luke, and Luke wants to turn Vader, and, like, they're kind of doing it, but then there's also, like, people controlling both of them. And what what Last Jedi is saying is, like, Luke is gone, Rey's on her own, she's nobody, Kylo, his master's dead, like, it's just these two. They kind of like each other. They're obviously opposites, like, they need to figure it out. Yeah. And so, 
I think that that's a really cool promise, and I'm just so worried that JJ's gonna fuck it up. Yeah, I uh, I I think that the the choice to make uh, Luke die even too was like really bold, and I thought that his like outing was really great too. Um, and people got mad that he dies about the way that he dies, how he just kind of poofs. Um, but if are like, why, like, what the fuck, why would you be mad at that? I mean, the, the rest of the fucking story totally like indicates that something like that would <laughs> fucking happen. Like, I am not surprised by that. <laughs> the yeah. fact that he fucking just poofs. Cause there's so much shit in star Wars that could definitely be an issue like that. But you focus on the fact that he poofed to die. I don't know. It's just, uh. It's the same way Obi Wan died. Like he fucking poofed. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't. I just don't. I don't, I don't understand. Um. I. I love. Okay. I love that scene where Kylo Ren. He's got all the army, and then the 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 rebels or whatever are like on the thing, and they like move their hand, and they're like it's salt. And I was like, this is a direct response to what people are gonna say about this movie. <laughs> As I saw it for it the was? first time. That's think, what I thought. Do you I don't think know. They meant it that way. That would be fucking genius. That's oh how I God. felt. Um, that would be genius. Just that whole sequence where they just unleash on him and he's just unscathed. <laughs> also, then, I appreciate uh, um, the Last Jedi because it forces the next movie to make different choices and not be the yeah. same as Return of the Jedi. It's going to force that hand and like, cause otherwise JJ Abrams is going to have to retcon everything. <laughs> and then the callback of that line where he's like, amazing. Everything you just said is wrong. That's so good. Also. So here is my biggest, sorry, I'm taking a long time talking about my number one and we'll get, we'll get to yours. But my big thing about star Wars is I think I like the idea of star Wars more than I like the movies. I like the idea of Jedis. I like the idea of the Force. All of that stuff. More than I like these kind of slow movies with a lot of political shit. Like, well, in every Star Wars movie, they talk about like having a lightsaber doesn't make you a Jedi. Like being one with the Force makes you a Jedi. And then the Last Jedi is finally a movie where someone uses something other than a lightsaber to like save the day. He uses this cool force power, which, by the way, is, like, a canon thing from before this movie that Ryan Johnson, like, took and used. So, like, it's just... If being a Jedi isn't about just wielding a lightsaber, like, why is that all they ever do? So I think he's... he's he was finally like, let's see, let's see something different. Let's try something different. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I appreciate him so much for that. I do like I like the Last Jedi a lot. It is, I also think it's it's the funniest. It could be. I think that there's Solo that scene, was pretty funny though. Solo is funny, uh, but there's that scene in the opening or the opening scene where it's like the the Empire is trying to talk to Poe and he's like, I can't hear you. And they're like, you should be able to hear us. He's like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. He's like, hello, can you hear me? Like, that's so funny. And it's like yeah. so in his character. And it also I has mentioned story that to purpose because he's, he's stalling them. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> People like hated. I actually just looked at uh, like. I, on Facebook, I asked people how they felt about that movie, and there was a lot of people saying uh, things were good, but the humor was fucking terrible. And I was like, I mean, like some of it didn't hit. Like I didn't like the shoulder dust part; that was stupid. But like most of it was pretty good. But that's that like corny Star Wars. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just still don't agree with it. I don't. That was weird from Luke. Uh, even though he is a curmudgeon, like the the milk drinking shit, I know he's like curmudgeon now, but like, I didn't think that was, that was just weird shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, my number one, number one is net is I mean now it's obvious it's Empire. Uh, every fucking part of this movie is amazing. I mean like fucking everything about this movie is incredible. This is. I mean, it's in my top five favorite movies of all time, I think. If not, maybe my top ten. Probably wow. my top ten. Uh, it's. I watched it as a kid. This is the movie. This is the reason I'm interested in storytelling. Like, this, like I can't go on enough about how much this movie means to me. Uh, it's so good. Um, I absolutely love it. It's why I got involved in Star Wars so much earlier in my life to this point um i absolutely love everything about it um there's nothing there's no bad moments in this movie from the beginning to when he's training with yoda to the death star to cloud city uh it it ends in a cliffhanger like quite almost quite literally a cliffhanger um it's so good uh it just draws you in every moment it's so amazing um every special effect is well used i wish they kind of wouldn't have remastered it um as much as they did but it's it's so good this okay this is also probably part of it i should have mentioned this what because there's someone out there who has worked to put together like Blu-ray quality editions of how these movies were originally shown in theaters. Oh like, wow! All, all the remastered stuff, everything that they've added over the years, taken out, and that is how I watched Return of the Jedi. And the other two originals I watched just however they are on Disney Plus. So I think that that. How do you part. obtain how do you obtain these original copies? Uh if have you Google Harmy's Star Wars Despecialized? If I if I think if you just look Googled Star Wars Despecialized, okay. it's out there. But it's kinda complicated. We can talk we can talk off pod okay. about that. But uh I I should have mentioned this because I think it is part of why the charm of Return of the Jedi worked so much for me this time and why Empire was a little not as good yeah it's hard to look at the new special effects that they added and be like that holds up because even <laughs> the new ones they added don't really hold up um anyway that's my number one i if i talk any more about empire i'm just gonna say the word amazing like five more times <laughs> so uh yeah that's that's my list uh what do you expect from rise of skywalker jake i 
And how do you feel if you talk about how you feel about the the state of Star Wars as it stands now? I there was a time when I didn't like Star Wars. A time not long ago when I just didn't really like them. In a galaxy here, right yes. here. Yes. Um I think I think Rogue One and Force uh not Force Awakens, Last Jedi have gone a long way and making me appreciate all the other movies. Um, I st- like, I I don't feel as strongly about the originals as you do. Clearly, I think that they. I mean, like you said, they're kind of for kids, but they're also like all over two hours long, and so it's like a weird like it's it's this weird seventies kids seventies kids. Let's. Let's get that out of the way, because kids in the '70s had higher attention spans than. But kids even then, kids two these hours. Days. In the '70s, I have to imagine <clears throat> two hours, like for a kid. I don't know. I, think I could do it. it. I did do it, and I can't, I could do it. Well, you weren't a '70s kid. I'm just. I'm just saying, like, I just think that it, they they weren't my favorite movies as a kid. I don't <laughs> have that nostalgia that a lot of people have for them. I've come to appreciate them more as time has gone on. I think that the the universe of Star Wars is more interesting than a lot of the movies. I think that the fans are the worst. But that said, I really like Last Jedi, and I I like some of the other movies. Um. All of that said, Rise of the Skywalker is probably going to be bad. I think that. I think, first of all, it's. Like. Okay, we include the stories if you want, but it's wrapping up a nine-movie saga that has taken, like, f- what, 40 years to all come out? Like, more than that, right? When did original Star Wars come out? Like, 77, I think. 77? Okay. I thought it was earlier than that. Like, yeah, Let me almost, look that up. Almost exactly 40 years to wrap all this stuff up. Like, that's just so much pressure... It's from someone who hasn't shown that they can make a good Star Wars movie. It's from someone who has gone out and said that the Star Wars movie that made bold choices did a bad job. Like, my my expectations couldn't be lower. 77. Just, nice. Uh, the, the Bicentennial. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just... I want it to be good. I, I spent so many hours this past week watching all these movies to get to get in the uh, to get hyped for this movie because i agree like the hype for this movie isn't what it should be for what it is and, and i think I a lot of that has to do with the fans backlashing to last jedi cuz i feel like despite last jedi having great critical reviews the fans do not like last jedi they don't think it's a good movie and i will talk about that as soon as you finish but I have ideas of why that might be, too. And I think the fact that fans feel that way is going to lead J.J. to do what he's going to do. Um, I also think that part of the lowered hype is the fact that, like, Endgame came out this year and was, like, one of the biggest movie events ever. So, yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Expect hope the is... worst, hope for the best. Hope is a huge thing in Star Wars, and I don't have much, but I You hope. need a new hope. Darren, um, what are your overall thoughts? So, in terms of Rise of the Skywalker, honestly, 
I don't care if it's good or bad. I do not <laughs> give a shit uh, at this point. Um, <clears throat> I think that the... I think... You're hitting the nail on the head when you say that the fans are the worst part about Star Wars. I think that um, there's a stigma now about Star Wars. Um, just the fact that like Disney has it, <clears throat> and uh, it's... The, the fact, like, w- with The Last Jedi, it just kind of put a sour taste in my mouth about the franchise in general. I felt like my enjoyment... Because anytime I would... I was in a point where, like, anytime I would say I enjoyed The Last Jedi, I would get told I was, like, not a real fan. Uh, and that's why fucking Star Wars fans suck. Because <laughs> they, it literally drove my fandom of Star Wars out. Because I honestly... Like, my friend asked me today, are you going to see Star Wars when, this weekend? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I guess I have to, but, like, I yeah, I guess I will. And I haven't seen much hype about it. I don't know if that's because my... I don't know if that's because of selective targeting on my phone or if that's because there actually isn't that much hype. And if there's not that much hype for a movie, it typically means they're not very confident. Like, the studio isn't very confident in its release. Um... I am worried about what JJ is going to do, uh, judging by the fact that he has talked so much shit about Last Jedi, uh, because those were bold choices that he had to make that were, to, to me, seemed irreversible, and he has to go on with them, or he has to reverse them, and if he picks the latter, then I'm going to be very disappointed in the movie, um, I'm definitely going to see it, for sure, if it's very good, I'm probably going to, you know, come back and give it rave reviews and whatnot, but uh, at this point, I feel like I what we need to do as adults, and especially the fans, we need to pass the torch on to not have this be about us anymore. Like, this is... Obviously, Disney is not making these movies for us anymore. They're making them for children. And we need to accept that. It's not for us anymore. We can, we can enjoy it from a distance, but they're not our movies anymore. Uh, unfortunately, we got the worst fucking, we got the worst wave of movies, which sucks. Um, but you know, when you're a kid and you're watching Rise of Skywalker, you're probably going to like it no matter what. You're probably going to like it. Uh, when you're an adult watching Rise of Skywalker, you're going to be critical about it. So my advice to Star Wars fans out there is to... Be a kid in that theater. Try and think about when you were a kid and, and just watch it like that. Just watch it as you were as if you were a kid. Um, I mean, on this show, you know, like I'm going to come back and give it a critical review, but I'm going to do my best to watch it as if I was a child, which I think is how Star Wars wants to be viewed. And I, I think it's how it needs to be viewed. Um, anyway, those are my thoughts. Uh I agree. Yeah. I agree that those are the terms on which it should be watched, but I think like JJ, if that's how he wants it, he shouldn't like he shouldn't be out here being an asshole about Last Jet. Like he's Oh yeah, doing, I he's, fully agree with you. He's doing his movie like if he even if he came out and said Last Jedi isn't the movie I would have made, but I like it. Like I would feel Why wouldn't you support the person who's like in working on your trilogy, like, but that, all that said, I'm going to see it opening night. It's going to be a sold out theater. 
And I'm not seeing it opening night because, like, all the hype that I feel for it. I'm seeing it opening night with my brother because it feels like a fun thing to do, like, as family. Like, you, you go opening night. Like, everyone's excited. They're hoping that it's good. You, like, experience it all. There's not, It's not going to be spoiled. Like, I, I'm going to go in. I don't think, like, there could be a more positive environment for the first viewing. And that's how I feel. Like, I'm just... I'm just exci- I'm excited to see what happens. I am I'm, too. I'm I'm reluctant. I'm hesitant. I'm nervous, but I'm excited too. Cause, yeah. I think it's I, gonna be fun. I also think the fact that Star Wars fans don't like Force Awak- Awakens makes me like it more. Or sorry, uh, Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, this is. I think that's gonna be a, a huge highlight of this movie. Like. I have one friend who hates Last Jedi. He thinks it is so bad. And I remember when I first watched it, this is this is the other thing I was going to say about why Star Wars fans suck so much, is they <laughs> don't have their own opinion. It's not their opinion. They're not telling you what they thought about the movie. For the most part, if there's a very strong opinion about the movie, it's not because they... It's, it's not because they have it. It's because... Someone else told them that that's you're not a real fan if you like that one. That's exactly what happened with the Last Jedi. This mass market of people telling other Star Wars fans that they weren't real fans if they liked Last Jedi was what grew this whole uprising against it and made eventually J.J. Abrams even agree that like Ryan Johnson really fucked it up. That's not true. I know this because like I have a friend who. As soon as Last Jedi came out, he saw it opening night. I saw it opening night. We talked about it. I was like, that was awesome. He was like, yeah, it was really good. And last time I checked in on him, he said, that was worse. He was like, I watched it again, and no, it's worse than Phantom Menace. And I'm like, dude, that's not you. You didn't make that decision. You're not the one who, <laughs> like, you You didn't, you know what? When you watched it again, it wasn't you watching it. It was the fans in your head watching it. Who told you you weren't a real fan if you liked it. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Star Wars fans don't understand what they like, is my opinion. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I know I said earlier that it's you can't do a series of movies that's both for kids and adults. But um, I know that Marvel has pretty much done that very well for the past, uh, like, what what is it? 13? 10, 10 years? Ten? Is it only 10? No, 20... Yeah, 2008, I think. No, 2009. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, um... anyway, yeah, uh, those are my thoughts. I know they're very strong opinions, more strong opinions about the fans of Star Wars than the actual movies, but <laughs> they're good movies. I'm out here. I've got my own opinions. I'm a true OG. Uh, <laughs> I feel almost the same but also different about Rick and Morty fans like they're also super toxic and the worst yeah but, like well I group anytime you mention bad fans like you mentioned bad Star Wars fans like the first place that my mind went to is Rick and Morty fans <clears throat> to, to the point where like I still enjoy the show and I'll still watch it but like I would never buy a Rick and Morty shirt I would never like I would never even share a Rick and Morty meme just because I know that people are gonna like have it's been ruined. Just like some dumb opinion. Also, like okay, we've we've talked about this all on the show before. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really derailing us. I'm making this episode take 
a long time. In in an episode in an episode where I criticize almost all the Star Wars movies for being too long and slow paced, I have derailed us many times. I've slowed us down. Um, <laughs> something in the background's happening. Uh, Darren, final thoughts, do, Jake. Do you have do you have any genuine thoughts you want to wrap us up with? Pretty much exactly what I just said. When you go in the theater, watch that movie as a kid. Take out all of your preconceived notions. Forget about Last Jedi. Whether you like it or not, just forget it. Ha- I mean, I guess you have to remember it because it's going to use plot points. <laughs> but, Who okay, is this girl? So, <laughs> uh, just watch it as a kid, you know? Like, Don't think about what other people say. Take your own opinion. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes on this one. And just fucking watch the movie, you know? What are your final thoughts, Jake? I agree. I'm going to expand that to all media. I think, like, fans... There's just so many fans of different things out there who are so quick to, like, hate on, like, an extension, a remake, anything. Like, I've got a friend who really likes Watchmen who doesn't want to watch the show because he doesn't think it should be, like, made into a show. And on the one hand, like, I... I respect that if that's just your opinion, but, like, if you share that, like, just fuck off. Like, just remember that each thing is its own entity. Like, even each Star Wars movie, you can watch it on its own. Like, it doesn't need to be a part of a bigger thing. Yeah, it's new people writing those before they're made. It's not like it's set in... It's a story that's, like, set in stone that's been told ages ago. It's fucking new people (laughs) writing the movies every time. Just enjoy things on their own terms... Like, obviously, this goes for everything. Obviously, like, some horror movie you see isn't going to be fucking The Godfather. But The Godfather also isn't scary, so it's not a good horror movie. Like, you just have to appreciate a movie for what it is. And that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's a good ending point. Go see Rise of Skywalker if you're interested. If not, then just listen to this review. We're going to spoil it, probably. I mean, no doubt we're going to spoil it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Jake, uh, maybe even let's see it. Well, you're seeing it opening night, so yeah. I don't know. I was going to suggest we see it together when I'm back in town. But, you know. I w- I'll see it with you again. Okay. If you're going for the first time. Um, yeah, I'll be. going to say right now, Chewbacca dies. That's my guess. Fuck, Jake. All right, you know what? I'm still going to watch it. Do you want anyway. to throw a guess out there <clears throat> for something big? Uh, I guess. I uh, Yeah, Kylo... Kylo dies, uh, and Palpatine dies for good, because he's in the movie. It's already been like teased that he's in the movie. Um, oh, I, I didn't realize that. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer. Um, I'm not sorry. Joking. It's okay. Uh, I I assume that there's gonna be some <clears throat> ham-fisted twist at the end that we're all gonna see coming, but is gonna be is gonna make it Star Wars. So uh, look out for that. Um, <laughs> maybe. F- oh, I think Poe might die. Yeah. Poe or Finn might die, and then I also think Kylo is going to die. That, or he's going to uh, turn good. I, I, I'd I like to see them switch roles. That'd be kind of cool. Poe and Kylo? No, Rey and Kylo. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. There's so many things that could happen. I just... I don't know. There's there's that really cool scene at the end of uh, Last Jedi where that kid like forces that broom to himself, and that was sick. Yeah. That was a moment where I was like, oh, this is so cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, Uh, I love you. 
guys. Um, uh, anyway, I'm, I'm, get David Lynch in here. Uh, well, I'm out of town, so David Lynch is not uh, not with me. So I'll, oh well. Um, I don't remember what he usually says, so I'll just uh, I'll just wrap it up. Okay. May the force be with you, always. And bye bye. May it cause the rooms of humanity to be free again. Oh fuck! Not this again. All right. Bye.